0: picture tells a story. It's often been said that a picture can say a thousand words, and if we look close enough, we'll see God in it, and that picture will tell us more than we could have hoped for or imagined. It's a beautiful tapestry of the way he works in our lives with kindness, goodness, faithfulness, redemption, and ultimately his love for us. Grab your coffee, or in my case, sweet tea, And let's walk through this journey together. Hi friends, welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to spend it with me. So today I have my longtime friend here to share with us on the podcast, Shanoa. Welcome to Word Pictures with Meredith. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So Shanoa, we have known each other for a number of years.
1: Do you want to tell the listeners um, how we met? Yes. Um, So we met at Grace Church back in 2006. Yeah. Um, My husband, Jason, and I had just gotten married and we're looking for a home church and we came to Grace and... I think we met you, like, right away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure I was probably busy with hospitality <laughs> and greeting and all of those kinds of things. And then that led into MOPs, which was yes. Mothers of Preschoolers. And so, yeah, that's so fun. So, Shinoa, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. We'd love to uh, have the listeners learn a little bit about you.
1: Okay, well... I live here in Muhammad currently with my husband, Jason, and we have three daughters, Hannah, who is 14, Sarah, who is 12, and Leah, who is eight. Oh my goodness. Um, and yeah. we have been married for since 2006, right before we started coming to Grace.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, yeah, and now we're getting ready to move again. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. So we will dive into that a little bit uh, in the conversation here in just a few minutes. Um Speaking of Grace Church, which is where we had met, obviously Mm -hmm. that means that faith is very important to you. That's a a foundational part of your life. Um,
1: Would you mind telling us a little bit about your faith, maybe how that journey began for you? Yes. So I grew up going to church. My mom um, was a very strong believer. Um, She was a single mom with four kids, and Mm. her primary goal in life was for us to know the Lord. And so we were at church pretty much every time the doors were open. (laughs) It was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, sometimes even in the off days throughout the week. um, If the church was open, we were pretty much there. Mm. Um, She really is the one that um, just encouraged our faith and grew our faith and helped us um, just know the Lord. Mm. And I remember when I was four years old being in Sunday school, and they asked who wanted to ask Jesus in their heart. And I raised my hand and I remember who it was that came over and prayed with me. Um, Mm. Her name was Amy and she came and prayed with me. And I remember telling my mom afterwards. And um, that's always been a very, one of my very first really like big memories of of life. I mean, I had a few others around that age, but I just clearly remember accepting Christ in my life that day and wanting to know Jesus more. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that it almost like brings a tear to my eye because it's so precious that mm-hmm. your tender little four year old heart knew mm-hmm. that you were longing for that relationship with Jesus. And yes, wow. So obviously at four, there's a lot of just growing and, and things um what did life look like after that? Were there any moments that
1: stood out to you that you just knew God was present in your life? Yes. So, actually, as at 4 also, I had open heart surgery for a heart okay. condition from when I was born and okay. I really think that it all correlated to, you know, me it was almost like I would I would tell people I had two holes in my heart, one that the doctors could fix and one that Jesus could fix, <laughs> and you know, in my little mind, it made yeah. very it was very real to me and yes. very much made sense because I had a real hole in my heart. So when they talked about mm. in church, you know, Jesus filling this hole in your heart, to me, it was a very real thing. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I know what that's like. And so, um, mm. having that experience and having just a peace. During, mm-hmm. like, going into my surgery. I mean, I know it sounds so weird because I was so little. Yeah. And I think my yeah. mom helped encourage that and grew it. You know, looking back, I'm like, I doubt by myself I could have had all this understanding. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but having my, and I don't really remember much after that for a, while, a few years. Yeah. But I, uh, I think having that major experience in my life of a surgery and then having,
0: yeah. knowing that,
1: remembering, you know, asking Jesus in my heart was correlated a lot to each other. So what
0: was, what was that like? Obviously, you know, you were so young at four years old. Do you remember, um, things in recovery?
1: I remember pretty much the entire experience, except for a little bit after surgery. My mom filled in some gaps. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But yes, I remember the hospital stay. I remember nurses, faces and doctors and the kids that were in the nursery or in that not nursery. They were, it was kind of like, it was the NICU with me. Um, I mean, there was, I'm sure, some big gaps in there. But the things I remember is, like, calling home and talking to my family. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I was spoiled a lot during that week. (laughs) (laughs) Rightfully so. (laughs) And so, yes, I I remember a lot of it. And then I don't really remember much until, like, maybe my first day of kindergarten or something. Right, right, (laughs) of
0: course. So did that, um, after that surgery... uh, did that make an impact on your life as far as physical? Did you mm-hmm. did you have anything that you had to maybe just keep eye on or
1: things? Yes, I was pretty sheltered by my mom. And we lived with my grandparents. And so I just, you know, they were very careful with me. But I was always really rambunctious and yeah. loved doing things. So I rarely listened to, like, slow down, don't run, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ended up going into gymnastics
0: you know, um,
1: a few years later and I, my heart healed perfectly fine. And I had no really, um, not until my third pregnancy did I have heart problems again. So really it was, it was, I was very lucky. Yeah. 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 God definitely
0: watched over you with Mm -hmm. all of that. And, and I think it's so beautiful the way that you were able to take that picture and say, I had a physical hole in my heart that needed repaired from the doctors, but yet You were able Mm -hmm. to compare that same thing with your Mm -hmm. need for Jesus. So um, I think it's just neat how God can um, give us those tangible reminders sometimes. Yes. And something that even now, all these years Mm -hmm. later, that you're still able to hold on to that.
1: Yes. So. And um, it was neat how God took um, like little things such as the the teenage girl that led me to Christ ended up becoming. a youth leader that her husband was our youth pastor, her mom was my oh. mentor in high school, and, like, her family was very influential in my life as I got older, but we never would have known that back then. So yeah. God just kind of intertwined our lives in very yeah. precious ways.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. those those connections that he made that are that were going to be so impactful even for years to come. Yes. Oh, that's so neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we'll fast forward a little bit, <laughs> um, and you... Tell us a little bit about. Um, so you're you're in Central Illinois. Yes. Um, currently, is that where you always were, or had you been
1: other places? So I grew up in Peoria. Okay. Um, that's where I grew up and lived there until college. Then I went to Moody Bible Institute in downtown Chicago. Okay. Um, absolutely loved it. It was one of the best experiences. Yeah. Um, I I loved my time there. Yeah, and when I graduated, I was living in the city, working for Moody, and kind mm-hmm. of trying to decide where God had me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I went to visit some friends. Um, my old youth pastor lived in South Carolina and was a pastor for church, and we'd always stayed in touch. They were like second parents to me. Mm-hmm. So I went down there to visit them like over Memorial Day weekend, and they were looking for someone to help start a youth group at this new church. New, it wasn't new, but it was like. They were doing a new build, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and I just felt a very strong call in my life that that is where God wanted me. Mm. And within two months, I was down there. Oh <laughs> my gosh. And didn't know what I was doing, didn't know where I was going to live. Um, but God knew this is where He had me. And yeah. I was down there for five years. Um, absolutely loved it. Thought I was staying there for the rest of my life. Would yeah. never. Have wanted to come back to Illinois because I love the South I yeah. love yeah. the weather <laughs> yeah um, I ended up opening a coffee shop with some the pastor and his wife and um, okay really thought I was in my prime of what God wanted me to do mm-hmm. and within mm-hmm. um, oh six months no nine months it was something like that um, it was things had just kind of gotten hard. Um, with the coffee shop and Mm. felt like God was saying it was time to leave it. And this was my baby. It was my dream. I loved it. Did not want, think that this is God's plan to, Mm -hmm. to, Mm -hmm. to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, but really felt a strong call that God wanted me back in Illinois. Okay. And so I came back and it was very hard, but God had big plans. Mm. Um, I met my husband within a couple months on a blind date. Okay, okay. And um, so that was really fun, because I really had no clue what God had for me here. Yeah. And then about a month after that, um, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, and mm. I see looking back that I needed to be here, and God knew that. And yeah, he yeah. just orchestrated things to go the way they did to make me come back here.
0: <laughs> wow. So when you decided to come back, did you come to the Champagne area? I did. Okay. My
1: brother was living here. And okay. He had a couple kids with a third on the way. Or yeah. no, he had three with three. He had three and maybe another one on the way. Okay. And I was like, okay, I really want to be close to family, but I want to
0: mm-hmm.
1: get to know my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and Champagne was starting their open their first Starbucks. So I was going to work there. And,
0: okay. Okay. Um, so, yes. So you were able to still keep that
1: coffee dream yes. alive, yes. it was just going to look a little mm-hmm. bit different than what you thought. Yeah, my goal was to get some more experience and mm-hmm. then eventually open my own again. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> wow. So you're back in Champagne, and not too long after you hear or you discover that your
1: mom has mm-hmm. cancer. So yes. what was that process like? You know, we'd already lost my aunt to cancer. So we kind of had, like, I had this idea in my head that her cancer wasn't nearly as bad and she was going to be fine. Yeah. Um, it was, it was almost like I didn't want to believe that it would be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, she had colon cancer mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't the big ones you think about, like, as a, in my, you know, 20s, mm-hmm. late 20s, I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, she'll be, she'll be fine. Right. Right. And, um, and she wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. she, um, decided to not do chemo um, because of what she saw it do to her sister.
0: Yeah.
1: And so we had uh, two and a half years. Well, we had more than that. Let me see. Three years with her. Okay. Before she passed away. So Yeah. it was wonderful that I got to be here and take care of her. And, and God worked out things. Like Jason and I had gotten married, so I was able to take some time off from work and take care of her and be there with her.
0: Mm. Whereas,
1: you know, if I had been in South Carolina, that would have been really hard, especially yeah. if I running my own business, it would have been very hard to get away and, Absolutely. and be with my family. And so yeah, God knew. He yeah. knew what he was doing. <laughs> Even yeah. if I wasn't sure <laughs> what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so looking back, it's just really neat to see how God provided in mm-hmm. such an amazing way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so you were really able to just be there and have that precious time with her yes. because obviously mm-hmm. you just didn't know day to day. No.
1: What what it was yeah. gonna look like and right. but God did He did so, so it was very neat and um, I was pregnant with Hannah when she passed away so we did not know what we were having yet but we knew that um, if it was a girl we were gonna name her Hannah Rose my mom's name was Rose oh and so we yeah. were able to tell her that before she passed away and Aww. it was just really neat to be able to just um, be here be present hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So what has it been like now you have three beautiful girls of your own and, um, what has your mom's legacy of faith meant to you as a mom with your girls? So much. (laughs) Clearly she poured into you Mm -hmm. and she is a a huge part of where you are today. So what does that look like for your girls now?
1: So I... You know, it's funny because I've mentioned this to so many people in the past, but I remember right before she passed away, she, you know, the pastor came and gave mm. her her last communion to, Yeah, and, and she said, life is just a blip on yeah. the line of eternity.
0: Yeah.
1: And then it's something I really try to remember, especially with my girls and with life or just mm. when, you know, circumstances come your way that are difficult or hard, mm-hmm. um, I always remember that saying like, that is the one thing that is just like ingrained on my brain that like life is just a blip on the line of eternity. And if we're not living for Christ, if we're not living for what he has for us and Mm -hmm. pouring our life into, Mm
0: -hmm. into
1: him, like Mm -hmm. life has no meaning Yeah. because our life here on earth is so minimal when you look Mm -hmm. at eternity, like, Mm -hmm. and so to, Mm -hmm. to know and to know like, I'm going to spend eternity with my mom one day. Yeah. Like, yes, it's hard right now. Yeah. And there's so many times I wanted to call and be like, was I like this when <laughs> I was a teenager? And
0: she probably. Was this? She, she probably would have been like, yes, you were. She
1: probably would have <laughs> had the biggest grin on her face. She would have. it's um, so just to like, um, one of the biggest, yeah, just one of the biggest things that I, I try to remind my girls or just myself is that you know, life is just a blip. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are here for such a short time, and what are we doing to yeah. Um, impact? Yeah. Cry for Christ. You know the. Like, yeah. Our lives for Christ. Yeah. And
0: I mean, not to minimize the hard times, not to minimize the the grief and the loss mm-hmm. that you've experienced, mm-hmm. but just the hope that we have, the hope that you're going to be with your mom, and yes. the hope that mm-hmm. um, just that Jesus is there, like that Mm -hmm. he, he is so present. And so, yeah, that's such a good reminder for all of us, especially when those moments come where life just feels heavy and burdensome. And this little gnat is on your shoulder and that Mm -hmm. little thing is happening. And just to Mm -hmm. remember, like, seriously, in the grand scheme of things, like what does this thing matter? Yes. So, yeah. Wow. So you are, in Illinois, um, and your mom has passed away at this point, were you still dating Jason or had you gotten married? married? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Because you were pregnant. That's right.
1: Sorry. So we had been married for two and a half years when she passed away, almost three years. Um, okay. And so we were pregnant with Hannah. We had go, we had gone through, um, fertility treatments for that so it was kind of hard because I was like God, why didn't you give us a baby right away so my mom mm. could have met her or yeah. you know like so many yeah. questions that that we won't know till yeah and and probably won't be important once we get to heaven yeah absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but God again just showed up and provided in amazing ways with that too and so yeah um, just having and Hannah reminds me so much of my mom and I mm. love it like she's just she looks like her I'm yeah. you know and. It's just really neat to see the little things that
0: yeah. God still shows us. Yeah.
1: She's present. Yes. Y- yeah. 100%. She's, she's present. She is.
0: So life is just moving forward and, um, you and Jason are, are in Champaign. Um, mm-hmm. how long were you in Champagne before you decided to move to Muhammad and even, uh, come to Grace Church, which is where we had met. So um, yes. you were still in Champagne at we the were. time when you started mm-hmm. coming to Grace and yes. then decided to transition to Muhammad. So what did that
1: time look like in your life? So once we established Grace as our home church, um, we decided that by the time Hannah was in kindergarten, we wanted to live in Muhammad. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in April of 2014, mm-hmm. we Had bought land, built a house. We're moving here. Um, During that time, found out I was pregnant with my third, which was not planned. So, you know, rearranging a few of the bedrooms, making sure luckily we had enough bedrooms. Just, you know, wasn't our plan. Um, But God knew. God knew we needed that third little girl. And so we moved here to Muhammad and we've been here for nine years. Um, And it's really neat because God, sometimes I say, has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. When I was at Moody, my ministry was urban ministries, inner city work. I worked with inner city youth, um, okay. junior high, and was my favorite. Yeah. I loved junior high. Yeah. And um, we moved here and, you know, had Leah. We had three little ones. And mm-hmm. um, an opportunity came up for um, at Mops, actually, um, mm-hmm. where they needed a pet director yeah and Mm -hmm. i was like i don't know little kids i love them (laughs) but um it was working finding volunteers and everybody was always like this is the hardest position to find and i just really felt like god was saying i want you to do this and Mm -hmm. you know my goal is like i'm gonna take this last year in mops and just enjoy it and Mm -hmm. and god's Mm -hmm. like nope i have a plan this is i really want you to do this Mm mopets and find the volunteers and so um I was telling Jason about it. He's like, then you need to do it. If you feel like God's telling you to do it, do it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I took it, and it was my favorite position. I Aww. loved it. It was so much fun. I loved working with the volunteers. I loved working with the children. Yeah. And that led into um, Leah's preschool needed a director. Or the girls, I guess. Leah wasn't in preschool yet. Um, I was pregnant with her, and they needed a director. So I started doing that.
0: Oh, my goodness. And then
1: from there, um, an opportunity opened up at Grace okay for a children's director okay for birth through kindergarten and so i end up moving on to that and
0: you know it's just funny
1: looking back like if i had not been open to that mopets thing never would Mm -hmm. i have thought because my my heart was always junior high high school yeah and and i didn't realize like oh i just love these little ones too like god has such a big plan for them and so to see just being open to one little volunteer position and how that led into mm. a seven year job. Like I was there for seven years um as the children's director with at Grace with the birth through kindergarten and yeah. I loved it.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> incredible. Just and isn't that so typical of us? To just be like, no, I'm going to stay in this yes. box because this, <laughs> this is, this is where I like my, you know, yes, my, that's comfort. my comfort zone. <laughs> yes. And then God's like, mm, but, but I, I have
1: something else. I have that's even bigger better. plans.
0: <laughs> and you know, it's kind of like, uh, he knows how much we're going to enjoy that. It's just
1: that we don't quite know it until he calls yes. us to that. And one of the neat things I realized through this was some of my favorite volunteers were the junior hires that came in and helped. Oh, and so God still let yeah. my heart for those junior hires be part of it, where mm-hmm. they would come in and volunteer on Sundays, and it gave them an opportunity to serve the Lord. It gave them yes. an opportunity to step up and, yeah. and, and help in the church. And yeah. then I still got to work with them and yeah. see their faith grow and see them love on these little ones that yeah. where, where I was first brought to the Lord. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh, it was just really...
0: Well, you know, it kind of reminds me of the coffee story, you know, back when you had your coffee shop and Mm -hmm. it was clear that it was time to move on from that, but yet you were coming up here and you were going to have another opportunity at Mm -hmm. a coffee shop. It just looked a little bit different than what Mm -hmm. you had thought. So it's kind of the same. It's just neat how God does Mm -hmm. that. It's like, he knows the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to give that to you. But he also says, hey, I think this might be something that you'd enjoy mm-hmm. also. And the yes. part in that is the obedience and just following what it is mm-hmm. that he's leading us to.
1: That's the hard part.
0: The hard, <laughs> it is the hard part. It is the Especially hard part. Especially when
1: you're uncertain what it's leading to. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah. looking
1: back, it was, I mean, yeah, my favorite job. Yeah. I just loved it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you... Uh, You had that position um, or a position at Grace for about seven years, Mm -hmm. and you just recently um, had to uh, quit that position. So why don't we lead into that part now as to why you would have to quit something that you loved
1: so much. So go ahead
0: and share with us the current state of um, what's going on. So
1: my husband, Jason, um, has his family has a farm. They've been there since – 1915, I believe, is when oh, the farm wow. was established. Yeah. And so his dad is retiring and Jason's taking over the family farm. Okay. So we are moving up to Sisma Park. Okay. Uh, about 50 minutes north of Champaign. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, so we, I quit my job and we are moving up in just three weeks. Oh my gracious. And starting, starting a new chapter in our journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this is
0: something that you we were chatting before we started recording, um, and you
1: kind of knew that this was going to be a moment in time at yes. some point when Jason and I were dating. This was the plan, yeah. And, although, when they tell you like 15 to 20 years, that comes really quick, <laughs> you're like, Yeah, you think about we, it. Until. We have for we have yes. a long time, long and then all time. of a sudden, you're like,
0: Where did those 15 years yes. go? And you're like, Wow,
1: it's here. Oh my goodness, how did that happen?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, um, you're going to be moving up there and are you going to be a stay at home mom again? Or what do you, what do you kind of envision? Obviously God knows all of the details, but yes. what do you kind
1: of envision for life when you move there? That's a good question. I have some ideas, um, praying about it. Seeing yeah. What. Yeah. It's funny cause I always have these great ideas and then I'm like, God's like, I don't know if I want that for you. I'm going to have this for you. And so mm. just like moving here and wanting to start the coffee shop then God, mm-hmm. you know, Used mm-hmm. me in other ways. And, and looking back, I, I'm so thankful. And he provided in amazing ways. And I think that's one of the things that I'm just keeping with me with this move. Because yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Um, yeah. I have ideas. I have things that I think I would like to do. And it's really yeah. just praying and saying, God, I know you will provide.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Help me to trust that. Yeah. Whatever you have for me. Yeah. and And just to, I'm trying to keep my heart and my mind open. To what it is, because in my head I get a little like worried and, and mm-hmm. anxious, and I mm-hmm. want to control all of the things. And yeah, <laughs> yes, and and I have to take a step back and be like, okay, God, whatever you have, just help me to know, mm-hmm. to trust you, and to step out in faith. And yeah. um, like, I love to bake, I love to cook, and so I'd love to do something with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to just. Keep an open mind if he closes that door to, yeah. to let it close, and if he opens it, then to go through it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So your husband will be actually doing the farm work. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about the farm.
1: Okay, so um, it's just a little bit outside of Cisna Park, mm-hmm. and it's soybeans, corn. Mm-hmm. We have some mm-hmm. chickens, yeah. some kittens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so he'll primarily just be doing the field work um, okay. with that, and it's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he does construction also, so he'll be doing that um, on the mm-hmm. off-season, mm-hmm. um, doing things. I'm not sure exactly where. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a big step of faith, that's for sure. It is, to just... it is. Mm-hmm.
0: So tell me how the girls are feeling, because... Currently, you have this incredible uh, community with your church yes. family, and you have this wonderful neighborhood mm-hmm. that is another just solid community. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a lot of ways, all of you are walking away from something that is really big that's important mm-hmm. to you. So mm-hmm. how does that play through the mind of your girls even? Um,
1: I know that they're struggling because they we're all excited. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. about the move, but we're also scared and Mm -hmm. nervous and Mm -hmm. sad to leave our precious friends that are here in Muhammad and the church family that, you know, my kids have grown up in the church. This is all they know. Um, so to step out in faith and say, what does God have for us up there? That's going to be even better than here. And it's not even better in that We'll have better friends or better church, but it's going to be better because it's in God's plan. Exactly. Just like nothing here replaced what I had in South Carolina. Yeah. It still had very precious memories. I still have precious friends there. Yeah. And the same here. It's just that trying to prepare my girls for their first real move Mm -hmm. of, you know, Mm -hmm. um, praying for friendships Mm -hmm. up there, praying for the church, praying for, you know, um, just the transition to go smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, Like, it's neat to see um, how we're slowly preparing, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. really there's nothing until you get up there and dive in. Yeah, yeah, because your
0: husband's been doing a lot
1: of work on the farmhouse. He's been up there the last several months just working and getting everything ready for us and cannot be more thankful for that. Yeah, And so I'm excited just to get up there and to dive in and Mm -hmm. find out what God has for us.
0: Yeah, and to make that house that you're familiar with
1: yes make that a home and it's such a beautiful for you property it's the, the yeah. house is beautiful the land is beautiful it's going to be it's just gonna be different yeah. we live in a very um close neighborhood right now mm-hmm. we love it mm-hmm. it's amazing a lot of activity lots of activity lots of kids yeah. all the time in and out of the house and here we're moving yeah. to a farm you know where there's no <laughs> no one nearby to really like Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be different, but I think I'm kind of excited for the, to slow down a little bit and enjoy the,
0: Yeah. you know, I think what's going to happen. I think you're going to get there and you're going to see these beautiful moments that God is going to show you Mm -hmm. and his presence is going to be there. And you're just going to just relish in the fact that Mm -hmm. he
1: chose your family to be in this place. Yeah. Yeah, And it's it's going to be hard. I mean, there's going to be hard moments. I'm not denying that. I think it's yeah. going to be um, moments where we are relying solely on, on Christ yeah. and on yeah. each other. Yeah. And I think that's kind of something neat to, to think about and look forward to is, mm-hmm. you know, we are, it's definitely gonna, um, what's the word? <laughs> Increase our faith.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Which honestly, if you look back on the things that you've shared so far within just all the experiences of your life, each of those times where you were like, okay, Lord, I'm going to follow you, but I don't know what this is going to look like. That grew your faith as well. And so now you can look back and you can say, wow, he was Mm -hmm. so present in every step. And what he was calling me to was just to be obedient. And that's what your whole family is doing at Mm -hmm. this point.
1: And I just, I probably already have said this a million times in this podcast, but, um, providing like God yeah. has provided every yeah. moment of my life. When I look back, I see his providence. And so yeah. Yeah. taking that mm-hmm. and and my children haven't had as much experience as me or haven't, but I, to, to show them, Hey, in my life, look where God has provided mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he is going to continue to provide yeah, because he loves us and yeah. his, his will is good for us. And, you know, we're stepping out in faith here and, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the one thing we know is that he's going to provide for us. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. It is. And we can't see it right now. Yeah. (laughs) And, and in the past, I wasn't able to see it at the moment, Mm -hmm. but when I look back and I'm like, okay, Mm. God, I like, I am so blown away by how you've provided. And I guess I can use my kids actually as an example, because we did struggle with fertility. And so after we did IVF with Hannah, and then after that, we had one that didn't work. And a couple months later, we found out we were pregnant with Sarah. Mm. And and I have told them this, like, God provided in such amazing ways. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when we found out we were pregnant with Sarah, and we were told we had less than 10% chance of getting pregnant on our own, like, seeing God in that wow. moment of providing yeah. something that we didn't even think was possible. Yeah. And, and not that it made Hannah's any less... Important because oh, hers was amazing too. Absolutely. And then again with Leah, like we tried for three more years. We're like, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. You know, we sold all the baby stuff and then, <laughs> we were moving <laughs> and then found out we were pregnant and just seeing God provided moments where we thought either it was impossible or that mm. what we thought he had said no to and closed the door on and then to have it reopened. I mean, yeah. it was, it's just amazing. Yeah. And so even showing the girls that, like, hey,
0: mm-hmm. you know what?
1: God provided you guys. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It, you know, it, it's just, I don't know, it's just neat to look back and say, okay, when I'm doubting, when I'm worried, when I'm anxious, when I'm scared,
0: mm-hmm.
1: look at where God has provided. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: hmm Oh. Well,
0: I just appreciate you coming. And I know you have so much on your plate right now just on the cusp of getting ready to move. Mm -hmm. So it just means so much that you would take time out and come and just share your story. And I just know other people are going to be inspired by what you shared. But um, one last question I do have for you. So what do you know about God now that you didn't know about him all those years before? Mm -hmm. Maybe even... um, Maybe even in college, back when you mm-hmm. were, you know, at Moody. Um, what do you know oh, about wow. him now?
1: Wow, that's a big question. I, um, know. I will say we have gone through a lot of a lot of hurt, pain, deaths. I mean, all, my my parents are both gone now, and mm. the one thing is that um, the hope for eternity. The yeah. like, and I know I said that earlier, but to To know that he is constant and he does not change. Yeah. So even when our circumstances change around us, he is the one thing that we can cling to because he doesn't change. He is the same today, tomorrow, Mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. Um, And so it's my faith has definitely been put to the test over the years. Yeah. (laughs) Challenged. Mm -hmm. Um, And to just remind myself that that he is faithful. Yeah, he is. And, and you don't see that all the time when you're younger. Like you don't, you know it in your heart, like in your head, I mm-hmm. should say, like you read about it in the Bible, mm-hmm. but when you go through those really dark times, those hard times, mm-hmm. that's when you see his faithfulness and, but you have to trust it. You can't yeah. like, yeah. that's when your faith becomes real Yeah, <laughs> in those hard moments. And I know those are going to come up when we move, like. It's going to be hard. There's going to be hard moments and and to remind myself that that he is the same today, tomorrow, mm. yesterday and I need to remind myself of that. Like yeah. he doesn't change. He still loves us just mm-hmm. as much as he always has. Yeah. And yeah. and to um just have you know, we say we proclaim our faith and that is now is when we live it. This yeah. is now when we're like, Okay. Now's yeah. where I have to show my children. I have to mm-hmm. show myself that my faith is stronger than just words and mm-hmm. <laughs> and going mm-hmm. to church and yeah. reading my Bible. It is it's living it out now. Yeah. In yeah. faith. It just reminds me of the
0: song that I love so much, uh, by Cody Carnes and it's He Won't Fail. And in the song, it talks about he, he hasn't failed then and he's not going to fail now. So he's going to carry you through this transition, this Mm -hmm. move, this leap of faith, the same way that he carried you through all those other places. So, Well, I just, I'm so excited for you. Um, I will just be praying for the transition for you. you. I pray blessings on this new adventure for your husband, because that's going to be huge for him to mm-hmm. step into this new role. Um, and I just pray blessings in God's presence on the entire situation for your whole family, smooth for your girls, and just pockets of time where they can see him work and they can mm. see his presence and they just know
1: that he is there providing yes. so i'm excited and yeah. thank you for having me oh, i have loved gosh. our friendship over the years i yes. can't wait to like i know we'll stay in touch but we will
0: we will yes yeah we'll have to take a trip up there and visit yes. with the camper yes <laughs> all bring right. jenny on up yeah bring out, bring jenny on up
1: <laughs> all right
0: thanks chanel thank you meredith Gosh, what a treat it was to sit down with Shanoa and just have her share her story. We've known each other for so many years. I think about that. And my daughter is 22 and she was five years old when Shanoa and I first met. If you have a chance, just reach out to Shanoa and send her a word of encouragement. I will make sure and put her social media links in the podcast notes. I hope her story encouraged you today. I'm sure that we can all relate to some moment in our life where God is calling us to something. It's a big change, and we just don't know what that's going to look like. All we know is that we're walking by faith. I hope that this podcast has encouraged you to be able to look back on your own life and see those times where God has provided to be able to look back and see those times that have built our faith. And this is just one more time for Shinoah to build her faith, to step out in obedience. And I just know God has things planned for her and her family that we can't even imagine. Yeah, it might be hard. There's going to be challenges. But you know what? He is so faithful and he is going to see them through. He is a kind, faithful, and good God. And I just can't wait to be able to watch from the sidelines and see what it is that God has planned for their family. I just thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the podcast. If you get a chance, could you please rate and review Word Pictures with Meredith? If you don't want to miss out on an upcoming episode, make sure that you subscribe. And also... I'm sure that you remember that we have podcast merchandise, sweatshirts and t-shirts that say loved on the front, and you can find those at Mills Clothing Company. I'll make sure and put that link in the show notes as well. Just sit back, take some time, and just relish the moments that you have seen God in your life. He's there. He's faithful. And if He is calling you to do something, Goodness, I know it's scary, but I just encourage you with everything in me to be obedient because he will see you through and it will be better than you could have even imagined. I look forward to the next time that we can meet again.